eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning over there. Hi, my name is Al. You know me. I'm here every day from 5 to 6, normally with Mr. Jerry Recco. But this morning I have CeeLo with me. Good morning, CeeLo. Hey, Al. How you been, pal? Oh, very good. Uh, Jerry Recco is in uh, Columbus, Ohio. He's got Rutgers, Ohio State. Very nice. I guess that's tonight, right? That I wasn't would, last night. No, tonight. Tonight. Late flight home. And oh, man, he's going to come in here again uh, yeah. right, all, right out what's of the airport. The, what's the term? Bleary-eyed? Bleary-eyed. Is that it? Bushy-tailed or something. But it's a Friday. Weary, uh-huh. yeah. He'll be excited about that. Yeah, you guys will have cool games tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be very exciting. Yeah. Cool games. I know people are already talking. They're upset that the Giants and Jets are on at the same time again. And this yeah, it's is been a, a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, it's been a lot of that this season. But I've always thought, like, different fan base. So why wouldn't they be on the same day? It's weird for us because we're in the media. We like to cover both teams. Well, for many years, I think we grew accustomed to there being a differential between the two. They, yeah, I don't know why that was. Um, I, I think that was when one or both teams were good. And oh, I see. Up until this year, that hadn't been the case for quite some time. So they're like, bolt those guys out. Yeah, yeah and it's you... just, the times have changed, obviously, with the Red Zone channel, you know, or the, obviously the Sunday ticket. If you really want to watch both teams, you can find a way to do that. Right. Yeah. Multiple TVs. Right. iPads. Well, iPad, sure. Streaming. Yeah. I'm an yeah. iPad. Uh, I like one iPad and one TV. Okay. But it's tough. You got to figure out what your volume level is on both of them because it can't be equal. Like, you got to be like, Whatever's on the bigger TV is the most is the more interesting game. Sure, that's that, your marquee game. That's your marquee mm-hmm. game, and that game you get uh, more volume. See, than, I don't think I could have two volumes going at the same really? time. Mm, it's a, that's a little con, it's a bit much. Yeah, it's a little confusing. I don't know how you keep up. Like when you're doing updates during Sundays. Yes. How do you keep up with all, everything that's going on with all those? So games? we have the ticket on Directv in the studio there. So yeah. I go to the mix channel. Oh, so, they have a mixed channel on that? Direct TV, they do. They have two mixed channels. There's an eight box and a four box. 
quad box? Yes. Now, eight bo- assuming there's eight games. Like this yeah. Sunday, there's only, I think, seven one o'clock games. So it would just be a seven then. Now, early in the season before buys, you do run into the instance where there's more than eight at one o'clock. Now, if I had two TVs, what I could do is have the one channel with the eight box and then the second channel with the four box, and in the four box would be whichever game was not in the eight box. So oh, I could okay. see them all. Now, I only have one TV in the studio where I am that has access to DirecTV. So on those days where there's more than eight, I will rely on what's called NFL GSIS, which I think is games, stats, information, something like that. It's some NFL-produced thing that has up to the second stats, so I can get by with that. You'll uh, keep up that way. Yes, and then what I've been doing recently is using one of the other TVs and logging into my Fubo streaming account, and I will stream one of the local games as a standalone on a big screen. Oh, a lot the going Jets on. the Jets or the Giants, depending on the matchups for the week. There is a lot going on on Sunday. There sure is. You're right. There is. It does relax once you get to the, even like enjoying Red Zone Channel. Once you get into the weeks where there are buys, it's good. It's like, oh, okay, these yeah. are manageable it's manageable to watch and be involved in all of the games at one time. It is. There's still, you know, the, the, the early window is usually still pretty loaded up. Now, you also get the weeks where you have the international game, which takes one away. That's a standalone, obviously, in the morning. Um, but the, the, the early windows usually are nuts. So that's where you get the witch, the witching hour. The witching hour. That, you know, 3 to 4 o'clock range, yeah. 3.30 to 4.30, where these games are coming to an end. A lot of times there's comebacks, one possession. You might get an overtime game. And then once you settle into those late afternoon games, everything kind of calms down a little bit. Yeah, it actually feels anticlimactic when you get to the the kickoffs of the 4 o'clock yeah. games because it's just like, well, we know nothing is going to go on for a full half before we get the second uh, witching hour or yep. whatever we call it. And sometimes it, it doesn't even work out that way because there's less games, obviously. Yes, less games. And then that's really manageable for... Uh, Red Zone Channel, when there's like three afternoon games only, just ping, 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 you feel like you're seeing everything. Exactly, yeah. You're getting long sequences of yes. each of those games. When they're not even in the Red Zone, yeah. which was the whole point of the channel. Exactly. What's the big sports story today, do you think, CeeLo? Like, if you were doing a four-hour show, which I can't f- fathom doing, <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you, like... I think it's got to be the amount of money that's been spent at the baseball winter meetings. You have local angles. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, look, how much more can you say about Aaron Judge? Nothing. I think the conversation it's... becomes what's next now for the Yankees. <laughs> and for the Mets, they made a couple of moves yesterday, but I think people are still waiting on perhaps the next, you know, larger move. If they're going to get this Japanese pitcher, are they going to bring Brandon Nimmo back? How else are they going to fill out their their roster here? I did see a funny like headline or or something or maybe it was a tweet by somebody about the Yankees that the Yankees just spent uh, what was it 300 360 on Judge 60 yeah. million dollars and nothing changed with their team. Correct. <laughs> but I, I look I I understand the point but I like to me that was always going to be the case if they were going to be the ones to to bring, to get Aaron Judge and to bring him back. I mean and that was they've made it they've made no secret that that was the focal point of their offseason. That's the case for anyone, by the way, that has to re-sign a big-ticket yeah. free agent. Had the Red Sox re-signed Xander Bogarts, would have been the same thing, except he went to the Padres late last night for 11 years and however much money he got. So, yeah, I mean, that is that is the baseball offseason in a nutshell. They control, right, controllable years. They control these guys for as long as they do. And when they get to free agency, the money's insane. The contracts are insane. Yeah, like, Very hard for them to actually live up to them. It's, I think, more about paying for what you already got and hoping that the first few years of this now massive contract 
will afford yourself a chance to be competitive and hopefully win a championship. That's a weird thing just to like pay for what you already got. In no other field is that a thing. Yeah, I don't know that. Look, some some people might disagree with that sentiment, but in the Yankees' case, I mean, in this in this instance, I think there's a lot of that. Now, with Judge, obviously there's the part that I don't think any of us can quantify, and that's the amount of money they make off of him having nothing to do with the on-field results, right? The attendance, the merchandise, however else you want to quantify. I don't know the answers to all those questions. I'm sure there's a a dollar amount that the Yankees internally can estimate and assign to that, and it probably went into how much they were willing to spend on him, if I had to guess or imagine. It's like when a, when a city gets a Super Bowl, they go, this is going to bring in $400 right. billion dollars to our local downtown. You're like, exactly, what? Exactly. And I think from the Yankees' standpoint, you know, people that like to hate on the Yankees or the outsiders, it's an easy thing to poke fun at, and that's fine. But if you just, if you, if you sort of push all of that aside and put yourself in a Yankee bubble, what did their roster and their team look like had they not been able to bring Aaron Judge? Back? Right. And, and I don't think the answer to that is there's not much there unless they were going to pivot to something else. I don't know what that would have been. We're not going to probably find out now. But it, whatever it was going to be, I don't think it was going to be something that you felt better about as a Yankee fan than bringing back this player. Right. Aaron Judge was the biggest free agent out there, and yeah. the Yankees got him. They did. But and they spent less like... than other teams were willing to pay. Yeah. It just seems like. They haven't made a splash yet. Right. Technically, they brought back Rizzo. They brought back Judge. And Tommy Canley's back for his second tour of duty with the Yankees. So far, there's nothing else. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, what is the big, like, this is what I'm not understanding, is what, for both the Mets and the Yankees, like, what is this big free agent that everyone's wanting to land? Well, the Yankees are apparently connected with this Carlos Rodon to add to their rotation potentially. They still have a hole or a, uh, a question or a need to f- address in left field. And who's the, like who's available? Could be who's bring, could be re-signing Andrew Benintendi. Could be taking a run at Brandon Nimmo. Could be something lesser that maybe is an off-the-radar thing that people aren't going to see coming or be all that excited about. I, I don't think you can go into next year with Aaron Hicks penciled in as your left fielder again. Probably not. I think we saw how that worked out. So... I think that becomes the next question mark. That's the pivot now. Okay, they squared away Judge. We already knew Rizzo was back, and now what else can they add to change the dynamic of this roster? Maybe it's a trade. People have talked about they're going to trade Glaber Torres, or they're going to package him to get rid of Donaldson or Hicks. You know, they can't just run it back with the same group and hope that things are going to be different. I mean, I guess they could. They 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 could they could tell you that they made it to the ALCS and guys were hurt. You know, LeMayu was hurt, Benintendi was hurt, they had some other guys out, um, and hey, we're going to run it back. Astros lost Verlander, we could take him down this time, maybe. I don't think the fan base is going to be all that excited about that. But yeah, but I just don't know like who's left that the fan base would be super excited about to be like, okay, now, like for the Yankees, for them to go, for the fans to say, now we've, we're set, we got re-signed Judge. I think if they added Rodon and... 
found a way to bring Benintendi back or someone, a requisite player to go out in left field with Harrison Bader in center and Judge in right. I think, and now you would say, well, they had Benintendi, but he missed a lot. They didn't get to see the full complement of their roster because the guys got banged up. And now I'm of the belief, and I have no, this is just my, was my feeling, my gut, and I've had people rip me for this on Twitter. When I listened to Ben Intendi after he came over, he never seemed all that comfortable here. Maybe just he didn't have enough of a chance before he got hurt. I have no idea if he's interested in, in re-signing and playing here. I, I, have, I have no clue. I think the type of player he is, as both as a hitter and as a defender, fits with what they could use and is different from what they have. But I have no idea if he's interested. I know it sounds like the Yankees are interested, but I don't know if that's a mutual interest. And I don't I know what else he has on the table. Early on, it seemed like the Mets were interested. Well, I think a lot of teams would be interested because he's not going to cost an arm and a leg. He's a solid outfielder. He's a lefty bat. He, in theory, makes contact. You know, he's a guy that can hit for average, not a ton of power. Sort of more of your throwback. He's almost like a, I like him as a DJ LeMahieu from the left-hand side. That's kind of the way I look at him, other than he's an outfielder, not an infielder. But sort of that throwback, old-school hitter. Sort of like this Japanese outfielder the Red Sox just uh, signed yesterday, who was a... Last year in Japan, he struck out 40 times and walked 80 times, which is like the opposite of what baseball has become. And you know how it works, right? It's cyclical. So everyone went into the, the, the three true outcomes, you know, home run, walk, or strikeout, and like everyone's in that path. And eventually it'll swing back the other way. And, and the, you uh, look at people, oh, I need, a, I need a guy who gets on base and puts the ball in play and makes contact, especially now that the, sh- the shift is being banned. So I think you're going to see some change. Yeah, and that, by the way, could benefit the Yankees, whether it be Rizzo, um, who else? Maybe Stanton to a lesser extent, Donald. I mean, I don't know. I love that the shift is gone. I do, too. I'm excited. I think think it'll make for more action, hopefully. Yeah. And some of the batting averages that have plummeted, hopefully, will come back. I know people don't care about batting averages much these days. But it just, uh, to me, it just, it's 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 become not an unwatchable product, but it's much harder for me to watch full games when there's so much non-action, right. so many outs, a lot of non-action in baseball and football. It's yeah, like a lot of non-action in football? sports. Oh my gosh, tons. Football is very hard. Like once you start watching the red zone on well, a regular that's basis, a, that's different. It's though. very difficult though, but it's hard to stay engaged in a. Yeah, in a in a regular just a, watching a game, it's like I go to my phone. I find myself going to my phone a billion times just to stop the boredom. <laughs> and I don't is it do really that. to stop the boredom, or just because there's now more available to you? There's more distractions available. There's more content available than there once was. Yes, but I think there's also more. It feels like there's more commercials in football. Maybe there's not, but like this idea that you score. Commercial, yeah. kickoff, commercial, like it, that, it's a killer. Yeah, I think, I think you see that more in the primetime games, and there are different stages of the game where I think they get it. It's not every time. I know what you're saying, though. It, it is, it is a lot. There's a lot of stoppages. The penalties are tough to take. The time it takes. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of review because you want to get the plays right, but that takes time as well. But I think I just like you said, red zone has spoiled us, and our phones have spoiled us. So now it's just like it's con. We need constant, you know. There's if there's any break in the action or any downtime, we can't just sit and be. And then if you right, that's the thing. If if there's any downtime, I'm not just sitting on my couch. Yeah. Then the other thing is this NFL. I don't know if you've 
used or checked out NFL Plus, that app? I haven't just because with what I do, I don't really need yeah, it. Yeah, but that's know? amazing too. I mean, you could watch an entire game in 45 minutes. Right, after I mean, the fact. Yeah. After the fact, as soon right. as it ends. Yeah. But that like, and that and that you're not missing a thing. Yeah. They've cut out all the dead, the stuff that you hate. That's it. And then yeah. it's 45 minutes, yeah. no breaks. Or you could watch that also in nine minutes. They have a nine-minute version, you know, where it, <laughs> but that gets cut off a lot sure. of stuff. It's just like... It's super condensed. Right? Yeah, super condensed yeah. where it's like first and goal from the four. You're like, wait, how'd you yeah, get to the yeah. four? Yeah. Yeah, that's the cliff notes pretty much of the game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I... When all those other things are available, it becomes harder and harder to watch just one game, which is good if you're watching Jets and Giants at the same time. It's very doable. You know, these 1 o'clock games that are on at, I mean, when both Jets and Giants are on at 1. It is doable with just two screens because it's very rare that there's action going on in both. Yeah, or you could choose to immerse yourself in one game live and then take That's your, what Jerry does. Take your 45-minute version yeah. up for the other one. Yeah. And then you get everything you need. Correct. When I watch that forty-five minute version, I feel like, wow, I am—I've just got everything. Right, it's like a yeah, like an instant download. Well, not yeah. instant, but you get you're like absorbing all this information at a much faster rate. Yeah, the only the thing you do miss is if the announcers are bringing up a good point and like sure. really explaining something yeah, that didn't make sense. Out in between, yeah, that's all gone. Replays at all, or just for yeah, like, they do have replays. Yeah, for like a really big a really play, big play. Yeah. play. yeah, they all will right. have the replays in the forty-five minute version. It's pretty nice. Yeah. All right, Silo, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I've got some uh, more baseball notes here. I've got a bunch of uh, NFL notes, and I have uh, something on some streaming information, oh. some streaming notes. Uh, and then Boomer and G will be here right at uh, 6 a.m. I'll look forward to that.